Hello, welcome to Serenity Wellness Podcast. My name is Nicole White and I'll be your host. This podcast is dedicated to helping you tap into your full potential of how you can heal and balance your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Together, let's explore inner self, connect with our strength, and manifest your true nature, one full of love, purpose, and passion. Welcome to episode 54, Silent Observer. I've talked about the role of being the observer and sitting with ourselves in various ways, encouraging the connection to mindfulness as a way of living and just how we're being. As we go deeper into a connection with ourselves and all that's around us, bringing awareness into these connections is a valuable part of the process. At the end of the breaking cycles, I talked a little about a recent experience I had when I was being that silent observer sitting with myself, and the clarity and healing that emerged. I try to be mindful in these podcasts on balancing how much personal information I share, but I am going to share a little more on that for clarity and connection so that I can link it to some tools we're going to talk about. Some of you might know a little bit about this if you follow me on Instagram, but as I talk through this, there's some key elements to just hone in to your awareness as I talk about it, And then we're going to talk about some tools related to these. The one is our felt sense. Our felt sense is about our body sensations. Our body knows so much and tries to communicate with us very often. I've talked about it in terms of emotion regulation, awareness, body movement in terms of health and well-being, the inner system of even inflammation and adrenals, etc. So we've talked in various ways about our body in this felt sense I've also mentioned here and there but felt sense is the body sensations we might feel them like a tingling in our body the tingling sometimes might even be felt in our crown area or the space between our brows that third eye we might notice a sudden increase in tension in our body where we start suddenly holding things in our shoulders or even our lower back starts hurting or aching. We might end up experiencing a gut feeling, a sensation about two inches below our belly button. That's that sacral chakra area where part of our intuition lies. We might feel warmth or a cool sensation in our body. And sometimes when we really start honing in and connecting with our felt sense, We might also realize it's hard to put into words how it feels, and that's okay too. It's about us connecting to our own experience with our felt sense. The second is an inner knowing. Our inner knowing is like this guide that our system and whole self knows. It's those moments when we just know we know, but we don't even maybe know how we know. It's not like a voice in our head kind of knowing. This inner knowing is soft and quiet. It's very calm and gentle. It's not like the mind clutter that goes in in our head, all those illusionary thoughts, the stories, the judgments. This inner knowing is just a very peaceful knowledge that we all have it's connected to universal energy and source knowledge and universal consciousness which 
I won't spend this episode getting all into that. I could go hours talking about that stuff. But this inner knowing is this full connection. And we get connections to other things around us to help guide our inner knowing. And I'll talk about that a little bit. So our felt sense, our inner knowing, and then trusting the flow. This helps dissolve our ego connection. We can often have our connection to felt sense or an inner knowing, and then our ego mind tries to block it, gets us all jammed up or in the way. You know, it might sound like, I didn't really feel that, or that doesn't make sense, or that can't be true. And we, you know, block what our body and our inner knowledge is trying to help us see. The other is an openness and a willingness to connect, feel, experience, and heal. There has to be a willingness there to allow us to fully go through experiences, which I'll expand on in a little bit. So to break this down and expand a little bit on the story I started sharing in my last episode, it actually began on the Thursday night. I think um, at the breaking cycles, I started the story on Friday morning, but it started on Thursday night. I facilitated a Reiki meditation through Zoom and the specific meditation brought in Reiki is like one form of energy therapy and it brings in a channel of source energy and we as Reiki masters are the conduit of that energy. Uh, So there's a way to do that through distance. And so I was doing this experience and facilitating this with individuals who participated and the specific energy that I brought in and then guided to our heart space to help us embrace healing and the sadness and instability that many are kind of processing and processing and feeling through what we're all working through right now and then I also brought it down into that sacral chakra area which is about two inches below the belly button and it holds a lot there of those somatic markers I've talked about somatic markers here and there but just as the reminder if you haven't heard those Our energy body that I'm referring to, you can think of it as a river system running through your body. And these somatic markers are rocks that get in the river and change the flow and the harmony of the flow. Somatic markers can be collected through many experiences, but specifically in the Reiki meditation that I did that evening, it was to go to the sacral chakra area and in that area we hold somatic markers related to anxiety and depression, addiction cycles, traumas, and it also has our creativity, our intuition, that gut feeling that we have. That's why it's called your gut feeling because it's down there. And then also our ability to have intimate connections with others among many other things. But this Thursday evening Reiki meditation, it was specifically for that. And I explained to the participators, you know, the what's called emitting. And that's how we can have unearthing of different emotions and awareness that come to surface. And in that, it can 
be a little heavy initially, you know, the unearthing of emotion, but also we might even get different aches and pains in our bodies for a day or two because it's those somatic markers releasing and allowing the body to release them fully. So I talked with the participants about this. I was very aware of the energy bringing, coming through and, and what was going to allow uh, that process to happen. But at the same time, in that moment, I wasn't really, I guess, connected as much to the awareness that I too, even though I was the facilitator of this, would be experiencing the same. So Friday morning, I woke up and I was just having my coffee and I had a pretty instant like pull to a connection of a very specific period in my life in early childhood. I had initially this felt sense, the best way to put it in words, is the felt sense for me at that moment, it felt like a gentle pull. And when I felt the gentle pull, it was kind of in that area, about two inches below my belly button. I then had a mental awareness, an image in my mind of this specific age. At the same time in my heart space, there was this warmth and like a longing feeling, I guess is the best way to put it in words. So I had a few different felt sense experiences and they, you know, happen relatively quickly. It wasn't like one minute and then 10 minutes later, it was all in this synchronicity of going on within my system. And I also had an inner knowing. That inner knowing first, again, that mental image in my mind of me being a very specific age. And then I also had an inner knowing of what I needed to do in that moment. So it guided me to a very specific technique and skill to use to unearth this a little further and allow myself to experience. And in this felt sense and in the inner knowing, I trusted the flow. I didn't question, I allowed. And I sat with this experience for about an hour. It brought in a lot of heavy emotion, a lot of awareness, but also embraced it with compassion and loving kindness, allowing my younger self to know that she is heard, understood, validated, and surrounded with unconditional love that I was giving her. I will share a tool on how to do this later on, but I am not going to share the specific tool that I used. And that is because it kind of, it's a pretty deep technique and it makes things emerge pretty quickly um, at an elevated pace. And so I don't want to share that in this kind of platform, but I will share a technique with you in a bit. So this Saturday experience, I or excuse me, the Friday experience, I sat with it, I felt it, and that kind of trickled through my day. I just had little pockets of awareness come to mind that were connected with the earlier experience I went through. And then my weekend, I noticed I had a little bit more of a connection to creativity. And I just noticed, I, I also did a few things with it, but I just kind of interestingly noticed it like hmm 
this, you know, is opening up a little bit more of a connection back to myself. And then Tuesday morning, I had a very specific song come to my mind as soon as I woke up. And this song is a favorite of mine. It's 10,000 words by the Abbott Brothers, but it's a favorite song of mine, but it was this different type of connection. And again, felt sense and inner knowing. I knew that I had to listen to that song, but I had to watch a specific video of them performing the song. It's they're sitting in the back of a trailer on their farm and HUD, the Doberman, is in the video. I, my very best friend, Diego, was my Doberman and he passed several years ago after getting cancer. And um, yeah, I don't, it, it was just, again, this inner knowing and felt sense that I needed to do that. So I listened to it in the morning before I started my day, had uh, eight therapy sessions that day with clients. And so I listened to it briefly in the morning and I just, oh, you know, that's lovely. Uh, again, it's, you know, one of my favorite songs, so it made sense that I, I liked it, but I knew that wasn't the purpose. Like I knew there was something more from this experience with this song that I needed to sit with, but had to get into sessions. I started my sessions and I was guided to sit a very specific place in my home and face out my sliding glass door in a very specific direction. I usually don't sit that direction. I usually don't sit that way. I've been doing these sessions from home for no clue. I think it's like seven, eight weeks. I don't really know. I've lost concept of time there, but for a long time. And this was the first time that I was guided to sit there. So I sat down. The moment I began my session, a cardinal appeared. Now this cardinal, I have a family of cardinals in my yard. They've lived there for years. I'm used to them hanging out with me. When I'm outside, I've been fortunate to see a few of the flight teachings that have happened over the years. But it was the first time I had this kind of connection experience with this cardinal. The cardinal was right on the other side of the sliding glass door on my deck. And it hung out for like five minutes. And it kept pacing a little. And then it would stop. And several times it stopped and just stared at me. And it would turn its head a little and watch. It was like part of our session. It was so amazing. And I shared it with my client who was, uh, you know, in the session with me. And uh, we had a lovely discussion about the whole situation with cardinals. And she was able to share her own connection that she had just experienced. The cardinal allows us to see this connection with the spirit of loved ones, our guardian energy, reminding us that we are surrounded with love everywhere. So the cardinal is pretty significant if you are familiar with uh, animals and, and the signs and connections they can provide. So I had this experience that morning. It felt very connected in my heart space with my uh, ancestors who have passed, which was in alignment with all this stuff that unearthed on Friday. Later that evening, when I was done uh, work for the day, I listened to the song again, watching the video. And I listened a few different times. And then there was a sudden click. It was like 
all at once, everything came together. That peace and pieces that followed that started unearthing on that Friday morning, it allowed all these threads to unwind, be seen, understood, I heard and felt. I allowed the space for myself to go through all of it. And again, it took a couple times of me listening and then it was like an aha moment. Everything just started connecting. And emerging from it, again, it was, it was a little heavy, you know, uh, the emotions that unearth are not always ones of joy and happiness. We have to feel those things to heal them, which we'll talk about further. So as I emerged from this then the next day, and since then I've had just some really awesome experiences, but since emerging from that, I was much more connected with myself. It's opened up my creativity and released some of those somatic markers, those rocks in my energy body that were hidden in crevices and behind dark corners, which I'll talk about a little bit more uh, as we go through this, but it allowed these folders to be open that were stored within me and those parts of my child self that just needed to be heard, just needed to know that everything she was feeling was validated and loved and all those great things that, you know, sometimes we don't receive at those times in our life. Again, this experience continued to expand in my awareness and connection. And even the other day, I was in my backyard and it was just beautiful out. I just completed a weekend of Satya Yoga teacher training. I'm almost done the teacher training there. But I had just went through this amazing weekend uh, with the teacher training and I was sitting out back just taking in the sunshine and really enjoying everything that was going on, giving gratitude, and I took this picture. And then later when I went inside to do something, I went to post it, which I did post it, but when I went to post it, I noticed the cardinal was right behind me on the fence, part of the picture. And I had no idea that the cardinal was there when I took the photo. I'm like, my eyes are closed and up with the sunshine, but there it was. And I was guided to sit that specific place. I have a pretty nice sized yard. I could have sat a ton of different places, but for some reason that was the spot. And I took that photo at that moment. And there the cardinal was reminding me that I have an abundance of love and energy surrounding me all the time. The only way that these things happen was because I allowed myself to be the silent observer, to witness myself, connect with my internal guide, my body, the felt sense and inner knowing. And I had an openness to connecting with everything around me, music, nature, animals, Remembering that internal awareness is quieter. It's subtle, soft, and gentle. 
The mind clutters loud, judgy, chaotic, filled with different messages that often aren't even ours. To assist with moving in to more of a full willingness, we can cognitively say and think that we're willing, but our subconscious might still be resisting a bit. Areas to help with this open, uh, you know, trying to open up more of a willingness there. One thing is remembering the afters. Remembering those moments when something occurred and that you recognize you didn't listen to yourself. When you realize that your inner wisdom had attempted to guide you and bring clarity, but that you chose to go a different direction. And sometimes when we do that, we notice that by ignoring that inner wisdom, it creates additional chaos or challenge in life. Again, this inner knowledge and awareness doesn't guide us to something destructive. It's of pure loving kindness, which it tries to help us continue to create within ourselves. You can also remember the afters of when you did pay attention and things played out in the way that you were aware or connected to. And in these recognitions of the afters, notice what those experiences felt like what was your felt sense your inner knowing what guided you to that awareness when we're the silent observer we're witnessing ourselves. we're not seeking we're just being we're not over intellectualizing and analyzing trying to recognize the ego when it comes in to block or get in the way, being the observer and not the narrator. In observation, we have curiosity. That isn't that interesting. In that narrator role, we're writing a script about every moment we're experiencing, making us miss out on the actual moment. We want to try to experience and not have a dialogue. Another area to be aware of that can take practice, and I'll give you some ideas of how to do this, but is our body awareness. And we've, I know, talked about this in several different ways, but noticing body awareness where you're holding tension. If you're having increased worry, anxiety, maybe your palms are sweating, where your heart starts racing. Noticing if your breath changes up to chest breathing or a more anxious breath cycle. It allows awareness, which is a huge assistance in regulation. When we're aware, we can move towards calming the breath, releasing the tension that we're holding. Disconnecting from the illusionary mind and reconnecting to the now or to our inner knowledge and felt sense. Paying attention to how your body feels around certain individuals and spaces. Those internal signals. Do you feel exhausted after hanging around certain people? Do you feel more anxious around them? 
Many times in relationship dynamics, people can have a confused dynamic between lust and anxiety. And they might miss red flags because they confuse the body signal of anxiety, caution, red flag as lust, excitement, adrenaline. But practice with self and recognizing what your different felt senses feel like will allow you more assistance to recognize really what's going on in certain situations and connections for yourself. You might find that around certain people or situations you feel more calm, more supported. So body observation and awareness in many different ways. We're not all connected with body awareness for many, many reasons. But there are ways that you can practice. And in practice, it increases awareness. You might read something and notice how you feel. What does your body feel like? That felt sense. Do you have any inner knowing connecting there? Is it guiding you a different direction to look further into something else? Practice listening to something, like a song. And I'll talk about the song part in just a moment again, but listening or reading, honing in, paying attention. Watching a video or looking at a photo. For example, I love adrenaline rushes and activities that create that for me. But at the same time, if I watch a video or see a photo of certain things, it will make my palms sweat and make me a bit more anxious. There was a photo the other day, I don't know where this was taken, but a woman was sitting on the edge of this really, really high cliff and she was right on the edge. I noticed my palms start sweating. There was a video of these guys and they were walking on these edges of really high buildings and again right on the edge some of them were doing handstands it was amazing but I noticed my felt sense I noticed my body response my own adrenaline spiking my palms getting sweaty where if I will watch a video on I don't know the correct term, but like body gliders, they wear those body suits so they can jump off cliffs and like glide around. That to me feels amazing in my body. Like I'm, I would love to do that uh, somehow, but I would not want to do a handstand on the edge of a building, even though it might create a lot of adrenaline for me. So you can watch videos, photos, notice body. The song example, if you have an instinctual pull to listen to a song or read a certain book even, or explore a certain place, allow yourself to experience, like fully experience, and listen. Hear what you have to say internally, and you'll know when you get the connection. It'll be like that aha moment. In that song situation, that's just what's connecting for me right now. It might be something really different for you. I'm quite aware of why 
the music element is coming in so loudly for me. This started actually back in February. I've talked a bit about my connection with my mother who passed uh, September 11th of 2001 and very strongly connected uh, with her energy and guidance still in my life. And I know that might not resonate with some people, but that is my truth. And I continue to stay connected with her and I'm just laughing because it's just funny um, for myself to think about all this, but I was, have been very connected with her still and as I mentioned, I'm working on a pretty big expansion situation and she's really guided me and kept me grounded and I know the cardinal is often a representation of, of her being there with me as well as my grandmother, but uh, in February... And again, I know some of this is a little easier for me maybe to do right now in my life than some of you, but just keep in mind, I've been practicing this for a really long time and I do a ton of different types of energy therapy and integrative work. So uh, with that, you know, I know that my awareness and connection might be a little, um, it might just take some practice for you to get to this, but you can get here too. Anyway. I was very aware that I was still connected with her, but I was blocking something and, you know, I was just super aware that that was happening. And so this was back in February and that's when the song stuff happened. It started with a totally different song and one that wasn't connected with me and didn't really have any meaning to my history or memory, but it kept playing in my mind. Like as soon as I woke up and it would play through the day and when I was going to bed and to the point that it was annoying me and I was like okay like what do I need to hear from this and that's when I just started kind of like diving in and letting myself listen and then the aha moment and then a new song would come and so that's kind of been my life over the past uh, couple months these these songs I sit with them I hear and feel them I go within I trust and allow and awareness comes and again you just kind of aha it's like that aha click and moment so whatever it is for you it might not be song it might be a book it might be a a place that you've been wanting to explore I know we can't really go anywhere right now so maybe virtually explore it but let yourself connect to your inner guidance your inner knowing Allowing our inner parts to be heard in these experiences can be difficult. The more we connect with self, sometimes we notice heavy emotion and awareness. So it's important to embrace anything that comes through with non-judgment, compassion, and loving kindness. So many of us have wounds from our childhood, adolescence, pockets of adulthood where we still have unmet needs connected to these areas related to love and non-judgment safety and vulnerability when we don't listen to and sit with these areas they continue to play out in our emotions and connections with ourself and others I've talked before how we will turn other people's voices into our own internal judgmental mind. Things that others have said to us or things we've heard from society that we may not even believe and suddenly that's our story. That's the language we use towards ourselves, and we turn it into our own voice. 
going on autopilot, seeking out connections and unhealthy elements to try to have these pieces of ourselves put back together. Until we sit with and love ourselves, these patterns continue. We run on autopilot and are guided by our subconscious and that comforting chaos that we might have. We have these, I think I talked about it a bit in understanding trauma, but we have these folders, we'll call them folders, and they're things from elements of trauma in our life or difficulty that in any moment our body knows, as I've talked about various ways, our body knows a lot more than sometimes we realize it does. And so children, for example, who experience trauma, their body knows what it can process and handle at that time. And with that, the trauma will get put into folders and get stored away. And sometimes we forget about them, or sometimes pieces of them linger. But we might notice chunks of our childhood we can't remember. And often these folders stay there and stay in those crevices behind our corners but they play out in our everyday and so when they're there and they're in these folders we don't see them sometimes we don't remember they're there but there's these parts of them that still want to be heard that still want to be loved and by sitting with ourselves and allowing ourselves to go in hear and feel It allows healing to happen there. And when we go back to those areas, we want to think about how we would talk to someone else if they were experiencing that situation. How we would hold space for someone else. And that holding space can often be such a challenge for us to do in terms of self. I'm going to share something with you that I'm working with client on and I told her I was going to share this on here and she's okay with that. A couple days ago I was in a session with a client and we were talking some about these aspects of sitting with ourselves and loving kindness towards ourselves and some of the ease at being able to maybe hold space and have gentle loving kindness and uh, providing comfort and vulnerability for others and how sometimes it can be hard for us to do that for ourselves. So I asked her to be part of an experiment with me. And I told her I wanted to share it with all of you in case anyone else wants to give it a try. So right now she's in, we'll call it phase one, data collection. (laughs) So what she's doing right now is for one week, anytime she notices that she's having a conversation with someone Everything is, you know, online and on the phone right now since we're still in a stay-at-home order. But any time that she is having communication in some way with someone where she's holding space for them, she is going to record herself. And she's going to collect this data for a week. Anytime she's holding space, validating someone's emotion, providing that comfort. After she completes this one week of data collection... I'm going to have her then spend one week, a half hour a day, listening to herself. I'll be adding in some check-in symptom stuff 
as a before and after, but I'm going to have her listen to herself. Listen to her own words of loving kindness. And we're going to see what that does in her ability to truly connect with her full truth of unconditional love towards herself. As I mentioned, I'm going to be doing some kind of symptom collection um, in this experience that I'm having her participate in with me, well, that she's willing, <laughs> willingly participating in with me. But on your end, if this is something you want to try, you can do a scale, so like one to five, you know, one maybe being very low, five being very high, however you want to word it. And then you might notate different levels of maybe depression, anxiety, stress, overwhelm, um, maybe frustration and anger, a sense of connection or happiness, ease or joy, whatever resonates for you that you would like to kind of see a change, if a change occurred or not, you would notate those things. So you might notate them all, have a one to five scale, mark those things like you know gauge them before you do this in terms of the listening back and then after you can then also use the recording as a support tool if you want to try this next technique that i'm going to talk about as i mentioned with my friday experience for me i used a technique that i'm just not comfortable sharing in this platform because it incorporates energy therapy, but also uh, accelerated speed in the unearthing of what happens there. So for me, those folders, when I did my experience, it's like the folders came out and were all spread out on the table with all the pages out and me reviewing all this information at once in a little pocket of time in my life. So that can be really heavy and it can be a, a bit of a challenge. The technique I'm going to share with you will still bring emotions to surface. Sadness, anxiety, anger, disappointment. It could be lots of things. So it's important again to not only have that loving kindness and compassion if you're choosing to do this experience with yourself, but it is also important to have some tools for emotion regulation, holding space for yourself, grounding back to the present moment, and an outlet for support. So just please keep that in mind if you choose to try this next thing. Again, because it will unearth emotion for you. At the other end, you will emerge with a lot of clarity and healing, but you want to make sure that you have the support around you to do this. With this practice, it's helping become the silent observer with that increased awareness. Awareness is the key element to change. When we're aware, we can then integrate that into our full self. So with this technique, you will allow some of the things we've already talked about, that felt sense, inner knowing, trusting the flow, and willingness. So bringing all those things with you and experiencing them, allow yourself to be guided to a certain time in your life, letting that thread go back to where you notice you may enjoy and embrace some healing. 
as you identify that area of your life or time period, you're going to write a letter to that part of yourself. What were your needs then? What emotions did you want expressed, heard, and validated? What elements of safety, security, and unconditional love were you longing for? Write a letter holding that space, allowing that inner part of yourself to be heard, felt, and loved. This then also provides a time stamping. Those folders that are down there that we maybe have not given the attention and love, they often don't have time stamp markers. It's why we have flashbacks or re-experiences that feel very intense, even if they were many years ago. Our brain hasn't put the time marker on to help us really let it be back in time when it happened and not in the current moment. When we pay attention, we go back. We allow ourselves to pay attention and heal that part of our younger self. It timestamps it. It dates it which allows us to emerge, letting go of replay, sending the universe or source energy, the awareness that we got the message and we understand. All these things allow us to emerge and integrate them into our life. Integration is an important part of healing, whether it be in therapy this connection to your own inner awareness that comes to surface, even if you're doing yoga or body work or anything like that, integration is key. And unfortunately, it can be missing sometimes when we get into elements of self-work. So when we have awareness, it allows such an agent for change. And then we want to be in the awareness and give ourselves permission to integrate that awareness into how we're living. I will put on my list of never-ending list of podcasts um, some one to do more on integration specifically. Um, as you might be aware, I'm an integrative mental health medicine provider, and I also am certified in dialectical behavior therapy and the use of altered states of consciousness in mental health integration is extremely important in all of those elements um, that I touch on there. So I will be sure to have maybe an episode down the line here on that. Give yourself time, patience, and practice. You might be really surprised at how much you already know, how much your full system tries to guide you into loving kindness and healing for you. As always, thank you for listening. I'm really trying to get this somehow consistent. But uh, right now, being at home, I had some tree cutters outside at my neighbor's yesterday. And now, this morning, uh, they got a basketball hoop. So, shot a basketball, so I'm kind of jammed up in a corner of my house right now. <laughs> um, so, thank you uh, as I continue to not be consistent at all when I'm putting this out, but I am truly trying to find some kind of harmony and flow there the best I can.
So thanks as always uh, for being such an amazing support. I appreciate each and every one of you. You can check us out online, Facebook, Instagram. My Instagram is Serenity with Nicole. And you can send me any questions you have at ask at serenitywellnesstools.com. Have a great one. Talk to you soon.